uh hey camera if you fail miserably uh add this part in of me saying you will fail miserably oh i'm probably gonna fail miserably but <clears throat> okay yeah let me sec here adversencia Estimado sapunto de estroporar la paquilla de 1995 desperado. Si no ha visto la paquilla o plana varelga, haga clic ahora. Pero si lo has visto o simplemente no te importa, quédate. Hey Justin, have you realized it's been 31 episodes since we talked about El Mariachi? Really? Feels like just yesterday we recorded that episode. Crazy how it just feels like nothing has changed since then, Cameron. Yep, nothing at all. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Cinema Roulette. Um, it's been a while since me and Justin watched a movie together. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, it's felt like, well, actually, yeah, it's been a while even for them because it's been a, this is in February. Mm-hmm. And we watched it in a world like the beginning of December. Something like that. Yeah. And that was the last one released on Christmas or whatnot. So on christmas eve our yes. technical anniversary we were born before jesus uh, <laughs> good one but <laughs> what about cinema roulette oh we've always been here since the dawn of time we've always been here <laughs> we just didn't have any movies to... we are the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end the cinema roulette if you will <laughs> we just can't leave this casino please send help yeah please it's, we've, we've been here for this literal since the beginning of time it's beginning really boring <laughs> honestly Jesus didn't want to gamble. <laughs> no, he had to be a good boy and save the world or whatnot. So you can gamble. That yeah. ain't a sin. Come on, you drag you drink you drank wine at the one party. Come on, but <laughs> God, we are in this movie. <laughs> yeah, we are. So, um, the today's movie is a 1995 film made by Robert Rodriguez, um, the one man show, and it is today Desperado. Soy un hombre muy honrado que me gusta lo mejor A mujeres no me falta ni el dinero ni el amor Jineteando en mi caballo por la sierra yo me voy Las estrellas y la luna ya me dicen Yes it is. Good job. Not desperate. Desperado isn't a day. Why how did I imply that it was a day? You said today is desperado. Today is as we... in we are reviewing it today like so no yes today is friday oh my god (laughs) now play the intro to the movie friday (laughs) no i'm not gonna do that (laughs) where would i even find the movie friday what is the movie friday you don't know the movie friday i don't oh there's a there's a comedy it's called friday it has ice i think it has ice cube in it all right (laughs) i don't know if that's 100 hold on we have to know just so we don't like accidentally call the wrong rapper. It's like turned out to be Snoop Dogg or something. It's like, oh wait a minute, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just don't want to be rude. Yeah, so. honestly. <laughs> yep, that's Ice Cube and Chris Tucker. Oh, well, nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it was also released in 1995. Convenient. That is very strange, isn't it? Wow. Right. That's that's some shit. That is some shit, and I'm not even. That's a moment, fun so. <laughs> fact. It. What is. the hell are we doing? Uh, Desperado, I thought at least, but hey. (laughs) 
That's just how the conversation flows uh, sometimes. We went quiet. That I need to say that. Oh, thank God! I was worried that... anything else. Oh, I was really. Oh worried my God! We're that. in this fucking mood. You're gonna keep saying that throughout the episode. It's not really gonna change anything, is it? It might. I don't know. Eh. Okay. Desperado is the second in the Mariachi trilogy by Robert Rodriguez, and is so far the closest we are to finishing on the Sellout Wheel. Because there we've finished now two of three movies, so. Yeah, the other closest I guess is uh, Lone Wolf and Cub. Mm-hmm. With what? Well, we still have three movies in that series, I think. Yeah, I think it's three. So. Because <laughs> it's six movies long, right? Yeah. Um. Okay. Justin had seen this one, and I hadn't. So. However, I'll be fair. I watched this like a long ass time ago. I was probably I might have been middle school or hi- like first year high school. So it's basically a rewatch for him. He remembered some stuff, but not much. I remembered the opening fight scene. Mm. <laughs> That's about it. Okay. So I'll let you take it. And away. it's it's Robert Rodriguez with an actual fucking budget this time. Yes, and dear lord, what he does with it is amazing. Also, thank you to the podcast Shonen Flop for doing the opening joke. Okay, anyway, on to the synopsis. Take it away! Back with the mariachi, who was always played by Antonio Banderas, he is on the hunt for a drug dealer named, or I guess drug kingpin named Bucho. (laughs) Honestly, I could just summarize this whole film by... He's looking for Bucho. Bucho sends people out to kill the mariachi. It doesn't work. Mariachi kills Bucho. End of movie. Yeah, in a nutshell, if he really wanted to go that short. <laughs> Actually, we could. this plot is more simple than the first movie, oddly enough. Yeah, surprisingly, because the first movie had the whole thing with like the body double that kept getting confused for the mariachi and shit. This one's pretty straightforward. Like, it's really interesting. Okay, because... hold on. We need to put air quotes around body double. <laughs> Well, not not really. But I, that's not what I meant. Like a, a someone he got confused with is more what I meant. That's, yeah. I didn't really. I didn't mean body. Like literally. So I just. He's meant, carrying a guitar case. Yeah, that's the description, and he's wearing black. Yeah, and that was all they had to go on. <laughs> but yeah, the, and this movie seems a little more complicated than it actually is, if I'm being honest. Well, it feels more complicated as you're watching it because of the slight twists and turns as they're trying to yeah. find the mariachi, and as the mariachi hunts down uh, Bucho. To give a little bit more, we find out that ever since the last movie, the mariachi has become this sort of myth uh, that hunts down drug dealers mm-hmm. looking for the people who shot his hand. And, and killed his, his and the love of his life, I guess. But whatever. <laughs> we can replace that with a cooler chick. And we do. Name Catalina. Got it. <laughs> Good job. I'm proud of you. I wrote it down. I have notes. Good job. But yeah, he's basically just been hunting all over Mexico for the people who, who shot his hand and killed his girlfriend. And he does a good job of fighting him, then getting the shit kicked out of him. Gets help from Catalina, who also turns out to be working for the drug kingpin, but everyone in this town basically does, which makes you wonder who's buying the drugs if everyone's hauling drugs. Mm-hmm. After fighting back and forth, the mariachi does get to the big drug kingpin and it turns out they're brothers. And Bucho's like, I'm sorry, brother. 
but we need to make this even. I'm going to kill your girl. <laughs> and Mariachi goes, nah, and there's an epic fight. Too expensive to show. I'm only one man and I live at home. Beautiful. I love Valley <laughs> Select jokes. We you, need them more often in this show. If you get, but I don't know if he'll yell at us. If you get a chance to, go watch Valley Select. I don't think he will. We love him. Uh, we'll, we'll probably have it the video linked in description. But mm -hmm. if you need to look up, it's called Fish Hunt. Yes, please do. And but the song is true. It just... It, it fades to white. And we just assume the hero won. And yep. rides off into the sunset with... Uh, Catalina. Okay. <laughs> that that's it. So and it just kinda of seems kinda of weird because it was kind of building up to something. Yeah, it was building up to a pretty awesome fight and then just ends. Yep. <laughs> Which unless you wanna think like usual story symbol mm -hmm. since it faded to white, that means they died, but there's a third movie, so they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> unless that third movie changes things. But we'll see, so <laughs> Yes. We'll get to that eventually. But yeah, that's a summary. So we can talk about the yeah. actual movie and parts now. Yes. So uh, after we're done with that, I have a pretty major bombshell. So I'm going to put that just right over there. Just put it on the back burner. Just right there. Oh, but I want to know the bombshell now. I want to know the bombshell. Well, let's get our thoughts on it first. So <laughs> I think. Okay. Um, I, I'll, I'll do it sooner than, you know, the very ending. But I, I just want, I want to get at least our immediate thoughts on the movie. So... <laughs> It's still a really fun action movie. Oh, it's great. It's really cool. There's a lot of scenes in it where you just go, yeah, like if you really love cool, just stylized over the top action, this is absolutely the movie to go to. Yeah, this is probably the most John Woo, non-John Woo movie I've seen in a while. Oh, for real. Just uh, the gun foo and everything. It's great. <laughs> I love in the opening bar fight when he's like whipping his wrists with the pistols. That's not helping at all, but it looks so oh, cool. Oh, rad as fuck. Yeah. No, see, he was just trying to curve the bullet. Uh <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, it it does feel like Robert Rodriguez really refined himself after El Mar and got that balance of comedy and action down for this movie oh absolutely because like there were more comedic scenes in the first one but they kind of came right the fuck out of nowhere like the one with the like one guy sitting down in fast motion playing that little thing on the electric piano on uh, the synth the fuck was that like it just kind of came out of nowhere and made no sense but um yeah i feel the comedy in this one works a lot better because he kind of mixes it in with the action scenes as well so <laughs> Yeah, like shooting a fan down on someone when you check on the body, the fan's actually slapping him in the face. Yeah, you just see. It's great. Or I, again, with the opening fight, when ever, there's one guy left and they keep trying to pick up guns, but they're all out of ammo. They like, keep going, chick, chick, like they keep like, oh, snap. And, chick, chick, and eventually um, the mariachi is just like, okay, I'm just going to snap his neck and just one handedly just. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. Need to yawn. It's all good. Or even the what I guess would count as the real ending fight, since the other one just ends. Yeah, the other one with the fucking two guys with the guitar cases. Yeah. Which one of them? Uh the dude because the mariachi calls two of his fellow mariachis who also have weapon guitar cases for some reason to come help fight the gangsters. 
and one of them has two guitar cases with machine guns inside it, and the other is a rocket launcher. Yeah, and the great thing is the machine gun guy, he can just, like, tilt the guitar cases, and it goes, like, cocks it. <laughs> well, the rocket launcher cocks, too. I'm not sure if you heard that. I didn't actually. <laughs> yeah, he, like, pulls on the side or something to load in a new rocket. 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 Thanks, Spring. <laughs> A new rocket and it makes a shotgun noise. That's fantastic. <laughs> also, the person with machine gun guitars is actually the original El Mariachi. Yep, exactly. So that's on really cameo. Cool that yeah. <laughs> we have that whole scene. It's like it's a really cool action scene, but also you have the ridiculousness of a guy firing a rocket launcher yeah. guitar case as he like does this splits pose on the ground yeah, and someone like, dual wielding e machine guns every single time he fires a rocket he does that like split pose <laughs> and then he gets shot fires a rocket in the area yeah. and comes back down and blows him up <laughs> that's great just rip uh, but yeah just the <laughs> over the top moments were great like I, I still love in the opening fight scene when he first like pulls out the guns from his wrist it's such an anime pose just a it just crosses him. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, where it just slides out from his wrist and crosses his oh, arms. It's such a cool-ass pose. I've always loved that. And when he, like, um, kicks the guy off him and shoots him as he flies back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the dude dives on him with a knife and then he just punts him into the air. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. The action is so good in this movie. I fucking love it. Uh, and, like, kind of right from the opening scene, it kind of set the tone, too, with Steve Buscemi narrating. It gave, like, kind of the tone of the, like, the comedic tone of the film and, like, the t how the action scenes would go down, basically. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Steve Buscemi plays a character named Buscemi. We kid you and not. And <laughs> that's what the credits named him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's basically an intel guy for the mariachi and goes to the bar telling stories, mentioning the name of Bucho just to see who flinches basically. Yep. <laughs> and uh, can we just say Steve Buscemi is, even though he doesn't have like, say an Orson Welles voice of, of deep, he's always interesting to listen to. Oh just yeah. Just whenever he's talking, he's very fun. Every single time he gives a monologue, you just can't help but just watch him. Yeah. Cause like he, he always plays like the squirmy guy. Cause he kind of has that voice. <laughs> Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just the way he talks. He, like, he kind of talks like this, everyone. Like, he has a bit of a nasally voice, but it's just so entertaining. <laughs> like, it, we need more Steve Buscemi. Like, he's just a good actor. <laughs> he's definitely Honestly. definitely not underrated because people also seem to love him, but he's... We need to see him. People know who he is, at least. Yeah. <laughs> so... The sexiest man alive needs some work, damn it. <laughs> That's the only reason they kill him is so that way Antonio Banderas can be the sexiest man in the movie. Uh, yeah, let's come on. And also, yeah, just acting in general is great. Like, uh, Antonio Banderas also does a really good job. He needs to do more things. Um, I know he's yeah, older I... now, but, like, the last thing I saw him in <laughs> was Expendables 3. I think he was in puss in boots after that yeah he was but i didn't see it that's why i said the movie i last saw him in so um, i know i'm just not sure if that's better or worse. i know like he's kind of just known now to a lot of people because you know they grew up with shrek and all that he's kind of just known now for being puss in boots and he's honestly a legit really good actor so. he was and then at some point in his career he went through a pretty big slump mm-hmm 
Yeah, as usual, well, he does a fantastic job in this. <laughs> yeah, he did really fucking good. He was he has good comedic chops and he's a badass. Yeah. <laughs> it is though, it is a little weird seeing the Mariachi played by a completely different character and then have like no, what do you mean? Same guy. <laughs> and then restaging the ending scene so it's Antonio Banderas. <laughs> and it's so clear that yes. the woman they got wasn't the same one either. It really is during the whole flashback sequence. So like I know they had to have that in there for people who didn't watch the first movie, but Yeah. Still. Just kind of funny to me. Um, it honestly, oh, sorry. The woman on the ground honestly looked like she was wearing a wig. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and just even the. No, I'll let you go. No, go on. No, you. I was gonna move to a different topic. I was gonna, if you have something else to say, then go. Uh, I was gonna say, I was just kind of gonna move on to a different topic too. Of uh, even the pacing between the action character moments is really good. There's not. It never spends too long talking or too long on an action scene. Yeah, because that's kind of where I was going. Because in the in El Mariachi, there are moments where it kind of just slows down and takes a little break or something. But this one, I just think from a sheer technical standpoint, Robert Rodriguez just got so much better after the first one. <laughs> well, because this time he has this thing called yeah. money. <laughs> well, yeah, he has money, but he also just the way he shot stuff and all that just it, it just helped him so much cuz the first one was so goddamn low budget. It's not even, like you could tell, like especially just from the camera work, the lighting. I think it was all natural lighting too. <gasps> yeah, except for maybe some of the interiors. Yeah, but this one has actual lighting and shit like the beginning when he's all in shadow and stuff and heavily stylized. It just it, it was he was able to take his um style, we'll call it that, and just make it actually what is the word I'm looking for? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Kind of just elevate his style and come into it. I guess that's what just really thinking. show it off. Yes. Actually to uh, let him, I know now I know what you're doing. Cause I'm trying to think of the word too. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> it allows him to auteur. <laughs> there you go. But <laughs> yeah, that's a word. It allows him to, <laughs> The auteur is allowed, but he's allowed to auteur, which is a verb now, apparently. <laughs> Eat but. me. Uh. Yeah, because he's not really an auteur, but he does have his own kind of style. So I think it's pretty obvious to tell when something is a robber. Yeah, you guys. This one was probably his most straightforward movie because the other ones are just very, well, at least from what I've seen, are. You, I don't know. I'm just gonna move on. I don't know what my brain's doing. So I don't either. My, I, I was, I was, about to, I was the, trying. El Mariachi was pretty straightforward too. It was are... so, but but that was like his first movie, so that's completely understandable. <laughs> Spy but. Kids was straightforward. No, and Steve Buscemi was in Spy Kids too. Oh my God, he! Oh yeah, that stupid fucking line. Oh my lord. <laughs> what do you mean stupid? It is <laughs> it's hashtag deep. Plato would have been proud of Spy Kids too. <laughs> he would have. Um, Homer would have been proud of Spy Kids too. <laughs> but yeah, like I was saying, just everything on a technical standpoint is just so good about this movie. Like um, that, and the cinematography as well is just very distinct and just so much better. And his editing style is so fast. It, it. I don't know who it would remind me of. It's just this very fast-paced editing in the action scenes. It's so good. Again, honestly, the closest comparison is John Woo. I think that is apt. Which... Yeah, I was trying to think of someone else, but I think this is, yeah, this is a very John Woo-y movie. 
<laughs> Mexican John Woo. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> Dude. Uh, Detective Ke- Tequila versus fucking the Mariachi. Oh, yes, please. Showdown win. <laughs> oh, that would be rad. Yes. I think Tequila would win. I think he would too, but it'd be close. <laughs> I'll actually give the film credit there too that the Mariachi does get beat up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cause, well, I guess this was the 90s. It wasn't the 80s anymore. You know, you just be this hulking badass that yeah. kills everything. Like you're not Arnold Schwarzenegger at the end of Commando, just w- walking through a field, gunning down an entire army. Well, not not getting hit at all. <laughs> yeah, but they actually beat him up to a point that is like realistic, but still makes him a badass type deal. Yeah, because he gets shot at one point, and then he gets stabbed by Danny Trejo, who of course is in this movie, <laughs> <laughs> who is a Colombian assassin because the uh the cartel that mariachi's going after is connected to the colombians and they send a hitman to solve it <laughs> however due to miscommunication they kill the hitman right before he kills the mariachi yeah. like they accidentally end up saving his life which is hilarious <laughs> danny trejo's just throwing knives and yeah. cross knives into dudes it's pretty badass i'm not gonna lie <laughs> Except for that driver. Like, what the fuck? All his men are getting knives thrown at them. He's just sitting there like, they haven't told me to go yet. (laughs) Danny Trejo's sitting in front of the car and Justin just went, you can run him over. (laughs) Yeah, drive. Honestly, we're not here for you, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he'll, maybe he'll talk peacefully after this. Yeah, right. Uh, but just uh-huh. overall, just really impressive. I, I really liked it. So, um, like I said, the ending does take it on down a few notches, but well, one notch. But I, I can't really think of much else I disliked about the film, huh? Yeah, honestly, it's just a very good action movie. Yeah, really solid action flicks. So um, we definitely recommend it. Uh, so are you ready for the bombshell? <laughs> OK, what's the bombshell? <clears throat> After it was submitted to the MPAA, the film was granted an NC-17 due to graphic violence, and it had to be severely cut for an R rating. Among the scenes that were trimmed are the deaths of Tarantino's character and his friend at the bar, as well as Trejo's character. Because, you know, they said they shot Tarantino in the head three times or something. Yeah, that headshot was... Oh, yeah, Tarantino cameos that get shot in the face. Yeah. <laughs> By far, the most major major excision came at the end of the film, which originally contained a large-scale shootout between El Mariachi, Carolina, Bucho, and Thugs at Bucho's mansion. Owing to the amount of footage the MPAA demanded to be removed from the scene, Rodriguez elected to remove the sequence in its entirety, giving the film its current fade-out ending. Thanks, MPAA, you fucks. So they did originally film the shootout and he had to cut it. (laughs) Damn it. Now the value select joke doesn't work. I know. (laughs) It wasn't that it was too expensive to show. It's just the MPAA is a bunch of pussies. Yeah, honestly. Two additional scenes were also deleted featuring the codpiece gun. So it was originally supposed to be used in this film, but they ended up using it more majorly in From Dusk Till Dawn. So. (laughs) Damn it. Yeah. So that sucks. So that's why it was there is because like they they built it up. She's like, "Mm, I don't know what you're going to use this for. And then you just kind of never use it again. That's why. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, it at least worked as just a quick joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. The codpiece gun originally was used uh, used by El Mariachi during the second bar shootout when he uses it to shoot the first thug before whipping out his pistols from his sleeves and finishing him off. Okay. That would have been hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, just a little fun fact for you. So, oh, yeah, that would have made the line of it saved me a few times make more sense yep. than just a joke. Yep, but that was cut as well. <laughs> oh, hey, I just realized that uh, my copy of Dusk Till Dawn actually has the documentary Full Tilt Boogie on it. Nice! Cool. Okay. <laughs> That's a good documentary if you guys like behind-the-scenes stuff. Yep. Um, but yeah, um, do, we, do we have anything else to say on the film? Or <laughs> Is there anything that says, like, the cut still exists somewhere, or is it just lost? I do not know, because according to the information there, um, it was from the DVD commentary by Robert Rodriguez. Um, he was the one who said that information, because that's, um, <clears throat> that's what it quotes the source as on Wikipedia. So uh, it says nothing about whether it still exists or not. Damn. Unfortunately. I Shout Factory. Hey, guys. Can you see if it exists? Like, you know, Event Horizon, if you could find it, that would be fantastic. But mm. <laughs> didn't they try, but they couldn't? I don't know. At or this are they point. still trying? I think they're still trying. Uh, we don't know at this point. Um, <clears throat> though, a random little update on that. Um, uh, w Paul W.S. Anderson, I think he directed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he said he was thinking of going back and reshooting the deleted stuff to have a quote unquote director's cut or something like that. So, you know, honestly, with how good um, deep fakes are, you could probably pull it off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he could like like um, de-age the actors a little bit and um, film the really fucked up shit. So like that was an article um, that one of my friends on Facebook actually shared. So <laughs> I'd be. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yes, yeah, exactly. It may not look as good as it would have in the original yeah. cut, but it's at least something. And it might still exist, too, because um, I don't know if you knew this, but um, the producer um, of the film apparently kept a VHS copy of the original cut. Um, but they just haven't mm. been able to watch it because he fucked off to Europe and Paul W. Sanderson is in Hollywood. So they just haven't had time to sit down and watch it together. So... <laughs> That's the reason Jeez. they haven't been able to locate the VHS. And I was hoping, like, if Shout Factory could, like, start, you know, looking for that VHS tape. But we'll see. We got off topic fast. Yeah. Well, uh, um. So, yeah, in conclusion, I think that's all we have to say on it, though. Yeah. Uh, What are we at time-wise? Because that went by fast. 31 minutes. Okay, yeah. We're at a normal short episode. Yep. Sorry about that. So, it's yeah. not... Not much happens in the movie. Also, uh, I will say the music cues in the film. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Very good music cues. Yeah, they're used for. Yeah, there's some, there was some which were comedic, too. Like in Quentin Tarantino's scene, there was a little cue. We were like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Very me... well done, though. So we highly recommend Desperado. So. Yeah, I, you don't even need to watch El Mariachi, no. but I still suggest El Mariachi as well. It's a good movie. Yeah still a very good movie and one you can definitely appreciate for it's for being such a low budget so honestly um, with that is it time okay. to spin uh yes we're we're on the sellout wheel and are we doing the eight spins for this i think we said we were yes just to get it done faster okay yeah so we're not gonna begin to the new wheel uh anytime soon because we're going to spin this eight times instead of four, where we usually switch off. 
Yeah, so an- another probably, what, 16 weeks or something like that? So, <sighs> Well, okay, there's like two movies a month, so yeah. you can do... That'll be February, March, April, May. It's going to be a yeah. little while. <laughs> yeah, basically, not until June. We'll get to the... Next and we meal. might be able to do that in person, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see about that. Okay, and um, what was I about to say? Words, probably. probably. Ah. Oh, in case in case you're new, the reason it's called Sellout Wheel is because it's bun- mostly series that people know. So, oh, well, basically, we well, we did want to do this because no one really talks about the sequels of these yeah. series, or there's just so many people kind of forgotten, or just to see how they hold up. But also, you know the series, and that gets more listeners. <laughs> Sellout wheel. Yeah. Anyway, it is, <gasps> I think. Oh, wait, let me double check. Okay. It is time to <gasps> spin. spin. Okay, fine. We don't get to do anything new, do we? Is it Lone Wolf and Cub? <laughs> No, it is not, actually. Ooh. I'm a bit... I'm still excited for this because neither of us have seen this movie. All right. It is... We're going back again to Mad Max with Beyond Ooh, Thunderdome. Yeah, this is the one Mad Max movie I think neither of us have seen, so... <laughs> That's why I literally just said, yeah. Ah. Uh, oh. Bullshit. So, uh, <laughs> if you haven't heard our first two episodes on Mad Max, that's available on YouTube and other podcast apps. <laughs> If we did the Shonen Flop joke, which I'm going to assume we did, go check them out. They're actually a very good podcast that talk about manga that died before really getting off the ground. Yeah, it was supposed to be a Shonen series, but then it flopped. Hence the name. It flopped, and they discuss it if it's bad, good, or if it, yeah. and if it deserves to come back in some way. Or if it deserves at least a read. So check those boys out. Beautiful. <laughs> Check them out. Join their Discord. It's yes. fun. We're there. We uh, are. And you can talk to us, too. So <laughs> You can yell at us, and then I will yell at you, and then we... Or if you don't want to yell at us, just talk at us. So True. Anyway, so, well, next is Star Part 2. Then we're going to recap... Well, we're going to give our final thoughts on Wheel 2. Mm-hmm. And then we're at our hundredth episode, and then we'll get to Mad. Yeah. <laughs> so episode one hundred and one is Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Alrighty, so we will see you guys then. Or well, actually, you can watch the episodes before then. Please do. We beg of you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cinema Roulette. If you want to interact with the show more, you can follow us on Twitter, at Roulette Cinema. If you wish to follow our hosts, Justin is at JKPancake on Twitter, and Cameron is at CameronPicksInc on Twitter. If you wish to watch a video version of the podcast, it can be found on the YouTube channel, CamCam. Thanks again to Teller's Place for making the base art for all of our thumbnails. And if you enjoyed the show, please remember to subscribe or rate on whatever podcast app you use.